0: There's not much to be happy about on this happy Easter day. I can't even see my notes. My eyes are getting so poor. I'm facing retirement. Savings are shot. I got the word in in France, actually, and I don't know much French, but I could read the word Septembre. It was September, after all, and I know what noir means. For someone my age, even though I wasn't alive in 1929, Black Friday is not a happy expression. I feel partly responsible for the mess we're in myself. I've been a fairly loyal and regular member and supporter of a political party that has helped foster the individualism and materialism that has made greed a virtue in our country. And now in my own home state of Iowa, it's not just greed, it's open defiance of God's plan for human sexuality that that seems to typify our nation today. And I will have to admit that I've sung along with Frank Sinatra's version of the national anthem, I did it my way often enough, Black September. Actually, for someone my age, that that produces other memories. One of the most efficient and effective terrorist organizations. You may recall that they executed a number of Israeli athletes at the 1972 Olympics. But that sort of thing shouldn't really surprise us as Americans. Malcolm was right when he said that violence is as American as cherry pie. It was 164 years this very day that Mr. Lincoln was shot, and things haven't gotten much better. Ten, twelve years ago, one of my colleagues listened to the radio and came to warn me that Americans were getting beaten up on the streets of Chicago on the streets of Moscow and St Petersburg and I pointed out that Americans are getting beaten up on the streets of St Louis and Chicago I don't know my mother said it helped to whistle when you're in the dark but I'm not so sure I think Mark probably got it right. The disciples had every right and every reason to be afraid. Have you noticed that as as television gets more and more gruesome, bloody, violent, Passion Week sermons among us seem to have gotten much tamer? The blood does not drip from the cross onto our heads anymore as we hear a Good, good Friday sermon. And it was, it was never really any different about the death of Christ. Now we skip from Good Friday's suffering to, to the joy and triumph of Easter Eve. But we so seldom stop to think about the fact that that God Himself, that the second person of the Holy Trinity, lay cold, stiff, motionless in his tomb. Alone. Nobody likes to hang around dead people. You know, it's a, a little mentioned fact, but I I'm a historian, you know, so I know this. The the death rate in the Middle Ages, just, say, just before Luther was born, was exactly the same as it is, as it was it, throughout most of the 20th century in Europe. There was uh, one death for every birth. Yeah, that, that usually attracts a little bit of nervous laughter but it's simply the way it is. The wages of sin is death, and death is a very honest paymaster. But Jesus garnished our wages. That's why he ended up cold and dead in the tomb. I think Mark got it right. The disciples had every right and reason to be afraid. It's always been like that. We open the book, and in the beginning, there was chaos, there was void. Darkness covered the face of the deep. There was no light until God spoke. (laughs) Or maybe He sang. We rise.